You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Yeah. Oh, oh excuse me. <laughs> wow. And you just hit the record button? <laughs> yeah, no, it's recording. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't well, get my that's finger. That's how we start geekiest show ever. I couldn't get my finger down to the mute button fast enough. Oh my. Yes, folks, and here we are, Geekiest Show Ever, episode 218, and I should not be drinking fizzy water, apparently, before the start of the show, because I just deafened Mike and Elisa. <laughs> what? It traumatized us. It traumatized. Did someone say something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark has bailed on us again this weekend. The angel who is the podcaster among us has agreed to join us, uh, Miss Elisa Paselli. Welcome back, Elisa. Hello, gentlemen. I don't resemble all of you. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. We only resemble uh, gentlemen. Speak for yourself. I bear no yes, you're a con- you, well, I was going to say, you're a country gentleman, so you uh, yes, a I, southern gentleman. I'm a, what do they call it, a Kentucky colonel. An honorary colonel, so to speak. But we won't go into that. Well, folks, this is the July. We're recording on July third, pre July fourth. So we're we're taking away a little time from all our families to spend uh, to spend it with you and give us give you some information. And Elisa's taking away from her beauty rest, which she doesn't need, but she's taking away from that to join us tonight because she doesn't stay up late at night like the rest of us do. Oh, I do, but just not tonight. <laughs> Oh, me. So, this week, the uh, we have to start out with, of course, because I had to laugh when Elisa texted me earlier today. We have to start out with, because Mark is just so disappointed if he doesn't get to hear the weather report. And, this, and you know, I have now heard from uh, four separate listeners how much they enjoy the weather report and how much they enjoy Mark's reaction to it. So, it is now a fixture in the show for the foreseeable future. And Mark is such a good friend to all of us. I, I feel the commitment as a friend. I, yeah, I know I do too. I, I, you know, I think we owe him that in our friendship that that we commit to him or have him committed. One of the two. One or the other. Yeah. And Mark, I want you to know, and I told this to Kevin, that I have a due reminder every Sunday to send Kevin the weather report so I don't forget. I think that's very kind. I look forward to it now. I, you know, it's it's part of my regular Sunday ritual to, to mm-hmm. get a weather report from Elisa. Mm-hmm. So, well, I see, and you're talking about Mark and commitment. I, you know, it reminds me of that quote: "The what's the difference between participation and commitment?" In a bacon and uh, egg breakfast, the chicken is participating, but the pig is committed. It's exactly right. Yes, I've heard that before. That would be true. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark is committed. Yes. Mark is the bacon in this podcasting group. <laughs> wow. Uh, we may have a show title, Mark is the Bacon. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, I'm just thinking of an inappropriate T-shirt from the 70s. So, Oh, I might know the shirt you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think you're about bacon, yes. Okay. Old, although those of you who are old enough to understand, I'm sorry for the disturbing mental images I just put into your head. <laughs> Oh, now there's a lot of them coming back to mind. Oh, the T-shirts my mother used to get mad at me for having to hang out on the clothesline. <laughs> she said, what are the neighbors going to think? I said, I don't really care. I wear the shirt. What difference does it make? Yeah, the one my mother wouldn't let me buy is, um, let me see, how does it go? 
did you, oh, did you ever feel like a fire hydrant and all your friends were dogs? Uh, <laughs> yes. I had, I actually had a local friend that I used to work with. He actually got, he had them and he sold them in local stores around town here. Sure, it was a dog uh, urinating on the hydrant and said, some days you're the fire hydrant, some days you're the dog. So mm-hmm. he he liked that. He sold them for, I don't know, six months or so until somebody said, oh, that's copyrighted. you got to stop. <laughs> So. Do you hear the fireworks in the background? Yeah, I hear a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Well, before we, before we stray off the, the weather report, Elisa, please. Yes. Oh, you want me to read it? Let me... Uh, yeah, it's your, you know, it's, you're, you're the guest of honor. Let me look up what I sent you. Um, okay. I wrote, for Mark, nice day today, partly cloudy and 80 degrees. The rest of the week gets progressively warmer to the mid-90s by Wednesday, then back down to high 80s by the weekend. So... So not so good for me, good for Mark. <laughs> well, and here we got, on top of the house, uh, it is 74 degrees, and I've mounted another temperature sensor on the side of the house just to double-check it, and that one is saying 73.9 degrees. So, um, and our weather report is fa- uh, fairly similar for the week, rising temperatures as I go back to work and ha- start to sweat and get things done at work because we're coming down to crunch time here. So uh, I'll be sweating a lot, but that's okay. I don't mind sweating. It means I'm getting work done. I'm alive. I'm not dead yet. So, Yeah, that's true. That is that is one mm-hmm. good thing about sweating. The only thing that, that I've, I, I remember this every year when the really hot weather sets in, I have a little 2008 Nissan Versa, if anybody knows what those cars look like. Um and the only problem with it, that car has a lot of glass in it, which makes it great. It's easy to see out of. I can see the tractor and trailers before they run over and crush the life out of me. It'll be really good. But the, <laughs> Lisa likes that one. Um, but the only problem is the that little hamster engine in it. I mean, it's only got like a 1.6 liter engine. In the hot weather, that air conditioner on max just keeps it down below 80. And that's the best it can do. So it's it's... It's tough on these hot days because, and then coming up this week, we got we're going to be in the upper 80s and into the low 90s, and then the heat and humidity and everything else. So it should just be a real joy. I should smell really good by the time I get home most evenings. Something to look forward to. So that that's, it makes it easier to me uh, for me to be antisocial. If I smell, I don't have to worry about people hanging around me. Well, that's true. It's a benefit. Right. It's yeah. Tr- well, and I'm not. Just to clear things up, wow, wow that was a good one. Uh, pretty just, to cl- just to clear things up, I'm not antisocial. I'm just selectively social. Oh, I'm antisocial. I, I make <laughs> no bones about it. I'm anti a lot of things. but <laughs> Well, it depends on who's around me. I have people that don't. I don't mind, and they don't talk me off too much. Uh, then I have other people that's just like, no, go away, please. Leave me alone, as they say. Yes. Well, and that's one good thing about the 4th of July. You can throw firecrackers at them. Maybe they'll get the hint. Or they'll just think it's fun and start throwing them back, as we used to do when I was a child. <laughs> well, they're selling that. them all over around here. They're selling them in the grocery stores, which I think is the second year they've been doing that, just like some of the smaller ones. But then they have all these tents. Like, there's a Lowe's right near me. They've got it right in front of Lowe's. They have it at the big... Um, shopping mall they have it where my husband works these big tents that have the more intense fireworks well now can you are they legal to have the big stuff that goes up in the air it is now okay see here in virginia uh you can't have anything that goes higher than was it 15 or 25 feet in the air it can't go very far up basically it's fountains is all you're allowed to have 
but that doesn't really stop people because most of the surrounding states, with the exception of Maryland, uh, will allow the stuff. Um, and as I was, the, one of the topics I put in the show notes, uh, I went to up to uh, Pennsylvania Thursday night after I got off work because the fireworks store was open till 1 a.m. and they were having a special deal. And the reason, and I could buy the similar stuff here in town at the tents and stuff that you're talking about in the grocery store or something like that. Costco, you know, Costco sells these huge assortments. But when I go up there, I get buy one, get one for 99 cents. So I bought this giant assortment is one of the many things I bought. Um, it was $99 for the assortment. Well, I got a second one for 99 cents. So, I mean, wow, how can I turn it down? I mean, the total price before they took off and did all the other discounts because, yes, folks, I have a frequent shopper's card at the fireworks stores. <laughs> one of my USB drives and fireworks are one of my downfalls. Um, I had spent $470 before they took off my frequent stuff and it and with the 99 cent deal, it got it all the way down to like two fifteen or two twenty. Wow! So, and that's kind of a low end year for me because we have gone up there and come back with. I think the biggest year we came back was about fifteen hundred dollars between the three of us for, in fireworks. At least I just popped out of range. See that stuff? Terif- <laughs> that stuff terrifies me. There's no way I would set off fireworks. No way. Oh, I used to do. I used to buy them all the time. I mean, from the time I was old enough to start lighting my own off, um, I, I used to do kind of the in my neighborhood that I grew up in. I was kind of the neighborhood pyrotechnic person, or whatever you want to say, because we'd have a great big Fourth of July like backyard get together, and all the families would bring their picnic tables. Everybody bring two or three covered dishes, a dessert, and we'd cook burgers and dogs on the grill. And then when all that got done, I'd go down into the lower part of the backyard and proceed to blow up as much of it as I possibly could. So how long does it take for you to set up five set off five hundred dollars worth of fireworks? Um, if you if do I, it wrong, ten seconds. Yeah, if you do it wrong, it's, yeah, it's just <laughs> well. The, the guy across the street from me when I grew up blew his face off with fireworks. Oh dear. Oh dear. I mean, he's still alive, yeah. but he had had like transplants and grafting and things like that. But he exploded in his face. I've had stuff go off on me. I've burnt my feet. I've burnt my hands. I've had stuff go up my pants leg. Uh, um, you know, I've had things like I set my shoe on fire one year. Uh, but, yeah, and like I said, you know, as I've gotten older and slower, and plus I live in a little more tightly packed neighborhood than I did when I was a kid, I get tend not to get the great big stuff. I get the stuff that's legal in Virginia. Um but the neighbors around me, I mean, you know, within a block or two, and our blocks aren't that big, they're shooting off 500-gram uh, mortars and things like that, the big stuff. I mean, the stuff that you hear it launch, you hear it go, boomp, yep. and then launch, and you can see the trail as it goes up before it bursts. I don't do much of that stuff anymore because, one, my wife would string me up because, again, the neighborhood's a little more tightly packed. Now, when I was a kid... I bought that stuff. I used to buy quarter sticks of dynamite to use. We There was a place that manufactured them, and I blew a hole in my mother's yard that for about eight years wouldn't grow grass at all. <laughs> awesome. I mean, we blew apart an old tire with one of these things. So, I mean, it was... I mean, I love fireworks. I love, like, when you go to Disney and you see the fireworks there, I love them. But to set them off myself, not happening. 
I was afraid of sparklers. Oh, really? Yeah. I see. I'm afraid of fire and anything to do with that stuff. So I just keep my distance. I observe from a distance. Well, no, I'm. Uh, it'll take me probably tomorrow night, assuming the weather holds out, because they're calling for rain most of the day tomorrow. It'll probably take me about thirty minutes, maybe give or That's take. That's all. Yeah. For all that money you spent, in half an hour, it's gone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's 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 my thing. I can't help it. It's yeah. Just, well, and you see, uh, in my family's home, so my son and my daughter's boyfriend last night and tonight, they're going to do the same thing. They were shooting out fireworks. They're not, uh, they were just doing like bottle rockets and doing things like, uh, well, some of the neighbors had launched some of those uh, little paper uh, paper balloons that you put yeah. a little uh, motive candle in there and it'll float along. So they were trying to shoot it down with bottle rockets. They were missing horribly. Uh, but, you know, it amused them. And then... Um, I suppose I should caution to be a little bit more careful because one of the uh, uh, bottle rockets bounced off the uh, transformer in the backyard. I hope it wouldn't hurt a transformer, but still, you don't want to mess with those things. Um, And they were doing things. They were weeding the lawn last night with uh, um, black cats or something like that. So they would put it down there by the weed and light the black cat and try to blow the weed up. Yeah, no, I mean, we used to do, (laughs) when I was a kid, we used to take cat food cans and put put a firecracker under them, light them, and watch it blow the cat food can up in the uh, empty cat food can open on one side. And then we would, uh, we were famous for, we'd be standing in a group, and this this happened for about a, two weeks up before the 4th, and usually about two weeks after the 4th. So it was kind of a long playing thing. We'd take bottle rockets, and we'd have them in our pockets, but we'd have the sticks broken off of them, and we'd light them and drop them in amongst the crowd of us standing there talking. And everybody, you know, try to run so you didn't get hit by the bottle rocket before it went off, or just strange stuff like that. We were, and we'd play army, you know, as, as little boys were wont to do. Well, you know, Fourth of July, we had bottle rockets. We had real mortars to launch at each other. <laughs> so, so you know, we're launching bottle rockets back and forth at one another, and yeah, it was it was quite the uh, it was quite the thing to see. And then, uh, yeah, I got older, got slower, and I decided, well, you know. And then, of course, I had a couple close calls. I had, uh, we were riding around one night, and I had some firecrackers with me. And I said, oh, I'm going to light them and throw them out the window. That'll be really cool. So I lit them, and I was going to throw them in this plastic bag we'd had popcorn in that we'd been munching on while we were riding around. I lit the firecrackers, threw them in the bag, went to throw them out the window. Window was rolled up on the car. (laughs) So... So here's a 16-pack of firecrackers starts going off inside the car with me and my friend. Popcorn and plastic and crap going everywhere. I did get the window rolled down because, folks, this is prior to power windows being in everything. I got the window rolled down and got it out in time for the last one or two to go off outside the car. To the day my friend got rid of that car, he was still picking popcorn and plastic out of the out from between the seats, out of the dash, and I mean, it was just all over the place. But they went off in my face and in my lap. Oh, gee. So, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting, but, uh, you know, these things happen. What can I say? Yeah, I can hear them at Elisa's place, folks. That's what you're hearing is the fireworks <laughs> in the background at Elisa's house. I think yeah, that's my, what it sounds like. Is It is. And my husband's sitting on the deck right now. He's probably watching everything. I actually, well, I was sitting out on the deck last night watching it going off over the top of the house and stuff like that. So it sounds like it's coming from both directions, you know. Yeah. We live vicariously through the neighbors because they set off something last night, some fountain or something. And I don't mean like a 
Oh, you guys can't see me. Not like a little fountain. I mean, this went on for like about two minutes and shot them, you know, a good 30, 40 feet in the air or something like that. Well, see, that's the other thing about the places I go in Pennsylvania to buy fireworks, which it's really odd because if you show an, an ID and you're from Pennsylvania, you've got to fill out all this kind of paperwork and get it approved by I don't know who to get in the stores. I show a Virginia ID. Come on in, you know. <laughs> Walk right in. You're good. We're taking it out of state. We don't care. And then you sign the release of liability. They're not responsible for you blowing off any parts of your anatomy. But um, the reason I go up there to get this stuff is because I get the big, long-lasting fountains, the ones that do burn, you know, a minute and a half or two minutes, so I can light it and walk away and actually stand there and enjoy it while the family sits up back up in the yard watching it go off. But, uh, yeah, that's the other reason I travel so far, because I get the better stuff, I get it cheaper, and I get more of it. So I'm kind of weird that way, but, you know, that's me. But, yeah, fireworks, probably after Christmas, that's my 4th of July, because after the 4th of July, I'm ready for summer to be over. I mean, <laughs> I'm ready for it to be over usually in about uh, March, but uh, I do, yeah. I do. Uh, after the 4th of July, there's nothing left in summer for me to look forward to, so I'm oh. over well, with. Yeah, and you see, we were down in Sioux Falls last week, and that's why we weren't uh, here for, uh, that's why I wasn't here for the podcast, and we're driving through, because uh, Sioux Falls is like South Dakota's metropolitan area, but 200,000 people, about a third of the population of the state down there. So we're driving through there, and I saw this one sign that said, uh, Merry Half Christmas. And for some reason, I thought of Kevin. So Why? Uh, I don't know, because uh, there's nothing half know. about Kevin. But um, <laughs> I'm a little half-assed occasionally, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so and it was about time you guys were probably getting ready to podcast. So we saw that, and I thought of you. So, um, but yeah, so it was like half Christmas. So I know that you're, you're you're halfway there, and you know that makes you happy. But as soon as uh, the first day of summer rolls around, it's not as bad as it used to be. But for me, when the first day of summer rolled around, I got horribly depressed because I realized the days are the not the days. The daylight is not going to be any longer than it is right now at this moment. It's going to start. The days are going to start getting shorter, and we're going to start that decline into winter and coldness and depression and isolation and all those things about winter that just dearly, uh, direly depress me and make me smile like a Cheshire cat. It's a good thing that uh, my video isn't working, Kevin. I'd have some choice fingers for you, but but I, uh, <laughs> I, I I know I understand where you're coming from, Mike. I mean, I yes. really do understand what you're saying. That's what I'm looking forward to. Ninety three uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, I think we're going to be yeah. about there with you, Elisa. Yeah, I think we're going to be in that neighborhood also. So. Well, I wish we'd have rain. We haven't had rain in probably about two weeks, I think. Our lawn is now brown, which is the earliest. I mean, our lawn will get brown, but usually late July or August. This is just in June it was starting to get brown. This is not a good sign. I was talking to some of the farmers. Uh, I was talking to the guy that rents some of our farmland out there, and he's hoping that he can get a wheat crop, that it's just not all shriveled kernels and everything because um, it – I don't know if I got the rain right now. Some of the other crops, maybe the corn and the soybeans would be okay. But, you know, if I'm just starting to worry about some of the wheat that was put in. Uh, if it was early. put in early enough, maybe it's it might be, you know, developed for the most part. But if it was put in a little later, uh, they might have to put up for hay or something like that because we're just getting, you know, critical for rain around here. Oh, yeah, us too. There's some communities around us that have water restrictions. In fact, I was just before we recorded, I went outside, except my husband's sitting on the deck. He has a sprinkler on. We have these massive brown spots. And I said, did you notice that some of them are black? The grass is actually black from not oh, wow. having any water. Yeah, just oh. little tiny spots, but still. 
it's bad. And it poured here Friday night for a few minutes, really, really mm. hard. But the next day, you'd never know it. Oh, no, we've been getting pretty good rain. I mean, it's not nearly as dry as it has been some years. Um, and we've had some flooding uh, recently. Uh, so, I mean, we've had pretty good. They're actually calling for as much as a half inch to three quarters of an inch of rain, which is a lot uh, for the day tomorrow. So um, it could be, I mean, that's just the nature of things. I mean, we're getting moisture this year. I mean, we got the snow We've and we've had a, we've had a good bit of rain uh, matter of fact, I've been wanting to go down back and spray along my fence row to kill the honeysuckle and all that kind of crap behind the fence. And But I need a couple days where it's either not windy or it's going to stay dry for a couple days so I can actually go spray. And I've had one or two, either the wind's blowing, and I can't spray weed killer when the wind's blowing because then it'll right. kill everything. And uh, Or we've just had rain every day. Uh, we had a couple gully washers, when was it, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, this past Thursday uh, afternoon, we had a hard rain come through. It didn't last terribly long, but it was a it was pretty hard rain. So, yeah, it's it's been something this year. So I'm not as the, the good side to that is when I set off my fireworks, I'm less worried about setting the grass on fire since it's not dry. It's it's pretty green. It's harder to set the green grass on fire. Not that I haven't before, but it's harder to do it. <laughs> it's harder. Well, folks. We got the hose at the ready out back because we are shooting off fireworks, but uh, we did hose things down a little bit because the grass is that dry, and we're just worried that we would do something like that and set it, you know, set the lawn on fire, which would be bad. Yes, yeah. it is when you do that. I've done it before. <laughs> Had to move from fireworks, firework lighting mode into semi-firefighting mode <laughs> to, to, to control the yeah. the flame, but. Um, yeah, no, I, I set mine off on the end of my driveway out in the street, and then after I finish, I soak everything down and let it lay overnight, and then the next day I get up and clean it all up and haul it off to the dump uh, to throw away. So it's kind of like taking down the Christmas tree. It's very depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. But uh, So speaking of, uh, we, we'll move on from fireworks, folks. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to go down that deep into it, but that's the way it happens sometimes. Um I wanted to talk about a new show that I discovered that, and I was talking online uh, to uh, Clive Hammond, I think it was today about it, uh, one of our listeners. And have you all seen the new show? It's I think it's out of the UK. Uh, it has one American actor, William Hurt. It has the guy that starred in the British show Merlin about the young Merlin the magician or Merlin the wizard, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's called Humans. It's about synthetic. These synthetic beings, or I guess, you know, robots, you could call them, that look very human, and how they, they're they being used for manual labor, they're being used in the home as domestic help and all that. Well, apparently somebody has taken them to the next level and they've become self-aware. There's a small group of them that have become self-aware. Uh, it's an excellent show. It's just H-U-M-A-N-S, and you can get it on Amazon. Cause that's Is that where- on Fox? It was on, no, it was on, what was it on here? It was on Channel 4 in the UK, and I think it's A&E here in the United well, States. Uh, Elisa, I wonder if you're thinking of the, uh, there was Almost Human on Fox about the, in the future, the robotic cop. No, not that. Let me look on their not database. Say, I got it. I thought it was, I remember seeing a commercial, like it always showed a woman and she talked almost like a Stepford wife. 
Yeah, she. It's an Asian. the 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 main character is played by an Asian lady, and then the other main female lead in it is played. If you're familiar with the show IT Crowd, she played uh, Jen in the IT Crowd. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, it's a really good show. William Hurt stars in it as an older guy that's being taken care of by the national health care system. And part of the national health care system is to have one of these synths, they call them, for synthetic humans. Yes, this is the one. Oh, it was this, on Fox? Yes. Maybe it wasn't Fox, but yes, this is the one. Because I'm the, the picture that they're showing of the female is the one I used to see on the advertisement. It's a really good show. The kids and I have really... Uh, Two of my kids have, and I have really started to enjoy it. I mean, while we're waiting for the next episode, the next season of Dark Matters to hit something where I can stream it. Come on, Netflix. Um, yeah. Dark Matter. I mean, not Dark Matters. But um, so we picked up Human, and uh, I'm really kind of enjoying it. It's uh, well, you know got that little sci-fi, little Peyton Place, little bit of everything mixed in. Well, I'm just looking at it, this could be fodder for sci-fi tech talk because we're always looking for something. Um, and this might be a good one because we've tackled things along this line where um, – because basically Blade Runner was sort of a uh, – yeah. something along that line. Uh, so, But, you know, it's always good to – and the idea of domestic help, uh, we've kind of explored that one too in uh, – watched the movie uh, uh, Robot and Frank. Uh, about uh, sort of along the line what you were talking about. This was this uh, elderly guy who's starting to suffer dementia. So it was uh, – Family had bought him a uh, a robot assistant to be there. Well, he's also a retired jewel thief who decided to get back into the business. Oh um, dear! <laughs> yes, and so he was using the robot for you know jewel heists or whatever. But yeah, you know, it's along that same line of you know, uh, and then we kind of strain the once in a while. What you know, once upon a time, uh, we would consider things. You know, we even considered certain races of people not human, not intelligent right. like we are. And so, and, you know, we've progressed and, you know, we're starting to see, uh, you know, and it depends on how you interpret intelligence too. I mean, um, well, I think, the, uh, I have to say the big thing with they're, they're talking about these, these being, or these, uh, synthetics as they call them becoming sentient, you know, and mm-hmm. that's the big thing. And I, I will preface this, that it gets a bit graphic at times. One of the synths is a sex worker for a while, and then there's the adult mode that the guy turns on in one of the other synths. So, you know. AMC. AMC, okay. okay. And it says here, um, second eight-episode series is scheduled to air in the U.K. late 2016 and the United States in 2017. Oh, crap. <laughs> I hate that. Well, I know. Did, and, you it, know, since... Yeah, it's been two years because it did. De- I'm sorry, it debuted August 2015. Okay, wow. <sighs> and and waiting for that stuff. And the frustrating part is because you had ma- mentioned Dark Matter. Yeah, it premiered uh, the second season premiered uh, last night, two nights ago, on uh, sci- uh, Sci-Fi Channel. But we don't get that because we're a cable cutter. And I did tweet out to uh, Dark Matter TV show. Uh, and he hasn't gotten back to me or whoever runs it. I was saying, is there a place that we can get the second season? I think I checked on Amazon because I bought the first season on Amazon. And I don't think they have the second season on there yet, uh, even if you want to subscribe to it. I would be um, willing to because uh, my son yeah. asks me every day, when are we going to get to <laughs> see the next part of Dark Matter? And I'm going, I can't control that. I'm sorry. 
I mean, I was even going back and watching a little bit of Under the Dome trying to find something before I came across humans. So, While you're going back to Under the Dome? Wow. Yes, why the hell I did that, I don't know. <laughs> it's a show I had Just to watch, but I hated. Right. So... Um. Yeah, and like I said, I was hoping to find something that, you know, because even if I bought the season and then they start putting them up there as they go along, that would be uh, fine. And I know we didn't have this in the show notes, but we could just as well segue into it because uh, I tweeted out that Sling TV is offering a special for Apple TV. And what was it? If you buy three months worth of Sling TV, you get the Apple TV for $89. Yeah, it was $89 for a 32-gigabyte Apple TV. Yeah, and so, because I had Sling TV for, I think I took it for their week trial or whatever it was. And the thing I didn't like about it was um, um, that you could only stream it on one device. And so if I wanted to watch something down here and my wife wanted to watch something upstairs, you're going to have to negotiate. Um, and the channel lineup wasn't too bad, but now they've come out with was it the red and blue or? Yeah, I know, I got to, I got to look into it further because if it got good enough, I'd pay the extra get it and wouldn't even take Comcast anymore. I would just kill the channel. I would be a cord cutter at that point because a lot of the channels they had on there are the ones that if I was a cord cutter, I would lose. Like I want to be able to get CBS because we watch a lot of CBS shows. You know, then we got right. HGTV and, and uh, uh, the Food Network, and we'd probably pretty much be set at that point. Well, it doesn't have CBS. Um, of course, you could always go online and watch the shows. At uh, I think CBS has. I mean, I've got CBS All Access because I want to go back and watch shows, and yeah. even then, they don't carry. They don't have the whole back catalog for the season. But uh, you said, let's see, because I think they have the. Do they have the Food Network on here? I'm yeah, looking I at the lineup. They got HGTV, and I thought I saw. I'm trying to look at their lineup here, and it's just not popping up. I thought the Food Network was on here. Probably um, the only other thing that would be missing is uh, we watched a lot of the Hallmark Movie Channel because there's like these good mystery movies and stuff that come on there. That um, I can't remember. There's a bunch of different mystery movie series that are on there that. Uh, the family watches. One of them stars Brooke Shields. Another one of them stars. Oh, what was the lady's name that played? That was Jesse's wife on Full House. I can't think of her name. Oh, Lori Lori Laughlin or yeah, something. Yeah, she does a series, and they're good mystery series. I mean, I enjoy mystery movies, so it they're uh, it's really good. But you know, right? I, I'm I'm not seeing Food Network on here, but the ones that would make me happy. Is they got sci-fi on here? They got the History Channel because I like me some American Pickers once in a while. Um, A and E can be good once in a while, uh, and for twenty dollars a month, and they've got the uh, yeah the orange and the blue package. So I'm looking at the blue package. That's twenty five dollars. It's forty plus channels, uh, and that one I think you can stream it to three devices. So. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, because we do sit there and kind of lament that. Because uh, we had, uh, when we were down in Sioux Falls last week, we were in the hotel room and we kind of binge watched a bunch of uh, American pickers while we were there after we, you know, got done eating and went back to the motel room. And so we we're binge watching that. Kind of, yeah, you know, we do kind of miss that. So, um, you know, this is, I'm tempted to do this. And the thing is, you could put it on your Roku box. 
You can put it on your tablet. Your it'll it, they got a Sling uh, app for a lot of different devices. Uh, and the thing I've always wanted is to be able to now this is you know live TV, but some I think are DVR'd or you know online, so you can go yeah. back and watch some of them, not all of them. Well, it's kind of like the, uh, it's kind of like Comcast's that we have here, the catch up thing. Again, they don't have the whole back catalog, but they go back a couple months or something like that. Right. Yeah, and so you can go back and watch some. I mean, I, I have toyed with that idea because we do, you know, miss a few of the the shows, and I've either or I could go out and buy a season, but you know, you start buying a season for forty dollars, thirty to forty dollars. Well, you've paid for a month and a half, maybe, and if you start getting very many shows you do that with. You might be better off just to do this. Um, I know I'm toying with the idea though right now. So. Well, the other thing, too, is they had a couple offers on there for those that aren't Apple TV fans. I think you can get a Roku for free. Uh, I think it was a Roku 2. It was one of the Rokus that you could get for free, whereas right. you're paying $89 for the Apple TV. And I think one of them was the Amazon uh, Fire TV was for free with uh, one of the subscriptions, too. So, I mean, they're really, I mean, Sling, I have to give Sling credit. They're really putting it out there. And they're doing what the cable companies really don't want you to do. They're making the cable companies just carriers. They're making them this, uh, you know, a carrier. They're not getting the original content that they want to sell you that's mostly crap. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I have all these channels, most of them in languages I don't speak. Sorry, I speak English and just a wee bit of German. And other than that, I'm SOL when it comes to anything, you know, that, that that's not one of those two languages. And if you're going to speak German, you got to speak it slowly so I can understand it, so... Yeah, but uh, no, I, it would be cool. I like that idea, Mike. I saw that special. I thought, mm, that's getting more tempting. Yeah, my thing is, uh, there's no Amazon on the Apple TV. Otherwise, I might have gone for that deal. But I already got two Roku's, and I got a Fire TV stick, and I'm still toying with the idea of getting that Nvidia Shield uh, TV console. So, um, well, yeah, th- huh? I was gonna say my TV has Amazon built into it. So I that's right. how I was getting the Amazon. That's the only app right. I use on the TV, but Yeah, and like I say if they put put uh it's not like I need another TV box around here, but I just like to test these things for the the sake of our listeners. Um that's my excuse <laughs> anyway. Um and like say, the Apple TV just doesn't really uh I don't live in the Apple universe and they don't have Amazon on their side. So just it, it's not one of those things that's really you know, tripping my trigger yet. Well, I have to say between YouTube and Netflix is where I spend most of my time watching content on, on the Apple TV. I'm not buying movies or renting them through iTunes. I just, it's not worth it what you have to pay, in my opinion. It's not an exorbitant amount, but it's, you know, if I can stream it, I'm going to stream it. If not, I'll find something else to watch at this point. I just, you know, and I've got a large DVD collection, and I've made legal backup copies of most of my DVDs, and I have them on a thumb drive stuck into the back of both of the TV, big TVs here in the house. Matter of fact, this afternoon I sat down and watched um, Iron Man 1 and uh, Iron Man 2 because I wanted something to watch and didn't really want to stream anything. I just wanted to sit back and relax. Hey, it worked out fine. I enjoyed it. I hadn't seen those movies for a few months, so I was happy as a clam. Never get enough Iron Man, so. See, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking into getting direct TV. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw your post. You're asking for opinions because aren't you kind of fed up with your well, provider? Well, 
Frustrated? Well, we have Time Warner and Charter is taking over next year. Okay. And I went to, here's a tip for people. When you call the 800 number with your cable provider and you ask for a price or something, don't even bother. Just go if you have a local store that you can go into because I had the all-in-one package. And I said, how much is it going to cost if I just pay for internet and telephone? And they quoted me $167. Ow. And I, and I said, like that's happening. And they don't care. So then I went to the Time Warner store that's close to me, and I said the same thing, how much will it cost? And he said, $85. I said, well, then how come they told me on the phone $167? She goes, he said, because they can. That's ridiculous. It's always cheaper to go into there. And I told him, I said, I'm going to go get DirecTV. And the reason I want to get DirecTV is because it's part of AT&T. So they'll take $10 off my total bill, and I will get unlimited data on my phone. Well, now, how are you getting data into your house then? right now? Is it through the cable company? And we have Time Warner, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying if you go to DirecTV, you're still going to keep Time Warner for just the Internet? For the Internet and their okay. telephone, our home telephone. Okay. And then they would come put a satellite on. And, like, even what they told me at AT&T, they said, this is what you do. The deal right now is, like, $70 a month for because there's, like, six different packages. We wanted the third package. And you get four, DV, four, four boxes. So that's the drawback because I have six TVs. But they're yeah. portable, so I can move it from TV to TV, and you get one DVR. But it's whole house DVR, so you record oh. on one TV, but you can go up in the bedroom and watch it, That's as opposed to being at. stuck you know, in the family room where everything records. And you can watch it on your tablet. You can stream things. It's, it, that, that thing is kind of cool. So it's the – but we have six people on 20 gigs for our cell phones. So And they like to go over because they're the kids. So <laughs> this way we'll have unlimited. Well, that's true. That's not mm. bad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I looked at my data usage. I was really surprised. Uh, on my iPhone, I was, for the month, I had used less than 200 megs of data. And I had, on my Android phone, I'd used about 500 megs. So I was like, wow, I'm really not consuming a lot of data. But I'm kind of cognizant of it, you know. I don't exactly. And and, and with well, the Android phone, it's it's not uh, it's pay as I go. So if I start to run low, I can just go boop, drop you know another two gigs on it for I don't know ten dollars or fifteen dollars, and boom, I'm ready to rock and roll. Right. And what they said at AT and T with the Direct TV is the price is guaranteed for twenty four months. A lot of times it's you're committed to two years, but the price is only good for twelve months. And then it goes up months 13 to 24, but this is good for 24. And then it goes up month 25. So what they said to do is if they won't give me the same package again, just cancel the package in my name, put it in my husband's name, 24 months starts again. Oh, that's pretty good. I said, okay. And like I've got friends, they go back and forth. They do direct TV for 24 months. If they refuse to give them the, the a renewal package, they say, okay. They go back to Time Warner. And when Direct gives them a new package, they cancel Time Warner and they go back to Direct TV. I worked. At, I mean, what I end up doing, it's getting close to that time of year. Probably got another two or three months left, um, or so. I get in contact with Comcast, and I get in. Com- you have to get in contact with their customer retention group, mm-hmm. and that's how I get the package that I get. And I'm on. I don't know how many years I've had the same package, 
and uh, they renew it for me. I mean, it takes a little conjoling and all that to get them to do it, but I usually get it back. I mean, I've cut back on stuff too. I've been two of the one of the TVs, like the TV in our room. I took the cable box off of it. I'm going to take the one off the one in the kitchen because we just didn't use them enough. I put a Roku on the TV up in our bedroom, and that's for what I want to watch. It's Netflix or you know YouTube or something like that. So that's more than sufficient in our bedroom. They, the, they charge you by the box? Yeah, after two boxes, they charge you by the box. Oh, see, not us. We it's, get, if it's DVR, if it's a digital TV. Yeah, mine's digital. It's all digital. Okay. But it's uh, $3 a box per month. And I'm like, no, I'm going to keep the 3 bucks. The hell with you. So <laughs> I've been turning well, them back yeah. in. So well, I, I did that with the modem. I bought my own modem because it was something like 6 or $7 a month to rent the modem. And, like, that's, no. Well, see, in the package I have, the modem and the DVR are all part of the same package. So it's all one price for everything, the service and the the hardware. So I leave that alone for right now. Uh, If they ever start charging for it separately, DVR is going back. I'll buy my own modem. Oh, yeah. But the guy at Time Warner, I was there last week, he said when Charter takes over sometime next year. So he's not sure if it's going to be 2017 or an 18, we're supposed to be getting bandwidth of 300 down. Oh, my God. I'm like, sign me up. Wow. <laughs> that, are they going to put any limit on it, though? I mean, your they're, they're well, It's I don't know yet. It's too soon. Because Charter has officially purchased Time Warner, but they haven't taken over yet. And that's probably not going to be until the end of this year or early next year. So right now, we're still operating under Time Warner. And if I have the fastest internet package, which is fifty down. Uh, yeah, I'm a. I forget what I am down. I'm like uh, seventy five or one hundred and fifty. I can't remember what it is. Down, and I'm um, fifteen up. I think is what it is. Yeah, I think mine's fifty yeah. over five. Yeah, and see, mine is only fifteen down and about three up. Uh, yeah, because we don't have the most expensive. Um, we haven't. I haven't been able to justify it, and really, I don't know. Except for a few times when we're podcasting, and if I was doing video at this end and tried to load a web page, we'd get some stuttering or something. But for the most part, it's fine. So I, I live with it. I would like more, just because I'm a geek, and geeks always want more. But um, you know, I'm okay with what we have. I would like more, but I just don't want to pay for it. Yeah, no, it, it, it's no fun to have to pay for. I again, I don't mind what I'm paying right now. But when it goes above the price that they're they're charging, it just to me it's just ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I'm okay with I think ours is ninety nine dollars a month before taxes, which is fine. But I mean, when they start, I mean, for everything, yeah. Wow. That you think that's high or low? I'm paying one hundred seventy five. That's telephone, which we don't use that that much. We have a copper line. Uh, that's telephone, internet, and cable TV, DVR, everything. So I'm paying that's, 99 a month. It's a triple play, they call it. That's what we've got. We have two digital boxes, one DVR, HBO. We don't have anything special. Like I have MLB, but I bought that on my iPad, so I'm not buying it because it's much more expensive to get it through the TV than it is just to buy it for your iPad. Yeah, no, I don't have I don't have any HBO Showtime or anything. I have the digital basic, they call it. So it's yeah, there's a whole lot of channels there, but 
it has the basics that I'm looking for. So okay, so I've got a bigger package. You got yeah, you more channels. We're, we're I, I, as, I, as, I, as I said that, I said, oh god. <laughs> I'm just. I was hoping you would just kind of like glaze over it. I was. I will. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll just. Oh dear. <laughs> My package is bigger than yours. <laughs> oh. No. The only thing I can say to that is. Oh, well, folks, we're done. We've talked about our packages now. <laughs> Mike's afraid to even talk about his. Mine's, mine's kind of small, but uh, <laughs> it's adequate. Makes you happy, right? Yes. Well, you know, like I said, we got all we have is cable and television, and we, you know, we drop, uh, not cable, telephone and internet, and we drop cable. And we've been at that about a year now, I think. And for the most part, it's okay. Um, and you know we're living, learning to do things a little differently. Um, my wife likes to watch uh, QVC a lot, so we have you know apps for that, and we've watched other shows. Like I said, there's some that we do miss. Uh, and like I said, so I'm thinking about that uh, Sling TV uh, package there because at twenty five dollars a month, that's not too bad for the shows that you want to watch. Um, and then too, yeah, I found other things that we were doing too because I had I put down in our show notes there. I, I, I try to put ambiguous things in there just to keep Kevin confused. I put in there test for echo. Um, like you have to do anything ambiguous to confuse me. Well, I know. It's your low-hanging fruit. But I thought I'd just do it anyway. It sounded clever. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, because, uh, you know, I think because uh, uh, Lisa I had uh, was toying with the idea of getting that Amazon tap. Mm. Yeah. So I've got that. Well, then I thought, well, you know. I kind of want the uh, Amazon Echo itself, so I bought one of those. I bought a refurbished one. Well, and then before that, I had ordered one of the uh, Amazon Dot, I think it is, which is just basically the top half of the Echo with no speaker. So I have all three of those. Um, so we, I've got the, uh, the Dot down here hooked up to my stereo system, so I can say the magic word, which I won't, and have it do things. And then I moved the uh, Echo upstairs and I've, now I've got my wife using that now and I was, thought she's going to be a little bit resistant but when she found out that she can play music and she doesn't have to go get a bunch of CDs to listen to them um, and she just say you know the magic word and you know play whatever and you know now I have to start working on helping her you know create playlists or doing something in Pandora or something like that but uh, you know that's something else that we're doing there for entertainment is uh we just got that there, and we, I just took it up uh, last night. She, she's still getting used to it, but I was expecting some resistance. But she says, oh, this is the thing that you're using? She, I go, yeah. Um, so, you know, just being able to call out things and be able to play the music that you want. Or, um, you know, there's other things you can do with it. You can get the weather report. You can do a whole bunch of things with it. So, um, and, you know, it's just it's, it's the nerd in me. You know, like I said, you mentioned Iron Man. Everyone kind of wants their own Jarvis in their house. So, um there's that, and I'm toying with the idea because apparently I like running up my credit card debt. Um, home automation keeps uh, uh, seems to appeal to me, and just get some like Wemo units or something like that. That so I can plug into the lights here, and I can just walk into the room and say magic word, turn on the lights, and um, or turn them off or something. And I don't know, just the idea of. Uh, um, being able that kind of, I guess it's the power thing. I just like to be able to, you know, you can get all these different home automation things that you know for lights and um, 
you can do sprinklers if you want. There's all kinds of things you can use. And then the, I think they got if this and that tied into it too. So there's all kinds of possibilities. And I think that last time I said they have uh, these things called skills. Uh, so I've got skills on there for – I've got a, a Blue Moo um, uh, universal remote control up there. So I've got that up there. So uh, they have these skills for different things, different apps, and different programs. And I think it's, they're up to about 1,500 skills right now. Uh, so you can tell it to do different things. And, uh, you know, that might be something I think I'm going to play around with is just um, – they like say automating things and keeping track of things, and you know, you even do things like you, know, you tell it to add things to your shopping list or whatever. But um, it just seems like a real geek thing to do is to just play around with that. Well, the next thing you're gonna need is one of those refrigerators that lets that send you pictures of what's inside and tells you it's about to expire. Mike, go get some milk on the way home. Damn it! <laughs> you know, next yeah, Tuesday is, is Amazon Prime Day. I know. So this may I'm not hoping that it. maybe I'm hoping that maybe they have the tap on sale. Yeah, little. I would. That would it's, end badly. Because uh, if it goes below a hundred, <laughs> I might yeah. get it. Well, yeah, I could get another half dozen Kindle tablets and a few <laughs> USB drives. Yes, well, I'm already considering some of those. I'm getting low on ones that are still in the package, so I need to order some more. <laughs> or oh, some Lord. micro, some SD cards. Oh, I need a couple you, of those too. And you need some micro SD cards for the uh, Kindle tablet. Yep. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I need to get them for. I need to get a 64 or a 128 for the tablet. So, Does it take 128? Yeah, it'll take up to 128 gig SD. I think I bought 64. Yeah, it will take up to 128. So. Yeah, you just have to check on those things because uh, some of them are different. Some will take, you know, depending on which tablet you're talking about, you have to check. Because, yeah, I want to put as big a one in uh, in there as possible so you can put stuff on it. Yeah, and that little Kindle Fire tablet is, I carry it to work with me every day now, and I'll have like a few video podcasts on it, so then I sit there and annoy my co-workers as I'm sitting at my desk with it turned all the way up, you know, and, and they're going, <laughs> what the hell is he listening to now? <laughs> they just want, like, they want to hear Programming 101 or something, some other podcast I'm watching, you know, and you take this code object and you move it on, oh, God, Kevin, would you please stop? <laughs> Well, how are the speakers on those? Are they it's, pretty good? It's actually pretty good for a cheap little tablet. Way better than right. the uh, little Android tablet I bought last late last summer. Because uh, well, I've got that Kindle uh, seven. What is it? The seven inch HD or whatever it is. That, you know, it was a better quality one. It wasn't the cheaper one, but that's got good speakers in it. It's got good rich sound if you're playing music through it. Yeah, this one. It's not too bad. I mean, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but. It's not my iPad, but hell, I don't care. It, it, it does good enough for what I want it to do. Because mm-hmm. I was watching, was it MacBreak Quickly or the new screensavers the other day? And it sounded perfectly good to me. I kept turning it down because I thought, wow, this is kind of loud. And my cube mates are going to, you know, get mad because <laughs> our office is all cubes. There's no real offices in our building anymore. They did away with all the hard offices except for a couple. So everything's cubes. And we have nice tall cubes. But I don't really want to annoy too many of my coworkers, you know, by blasting away. But it actually works out pretty good. So I, I'm happy with the sound. If it really, if I really want to listen to it, I'll throw on a pair of headphones uh, and listen that way. So I'm more than happy. And that might not meet, might not meet Mark's standards for sound quality, but it meets mine. Well, well yeah, or for me too, because like I said, I got ringing in my ears, so uh, I don't need the, you know, the highest quality. I'm probably going to miss stuff anyway. So. 
Yeah, that's true. And speaking of missing stuff, I think it's that time of the week when we need to talk about our picks. Now, Elisa is going to be given a semi-pass since she was a, a late request and was very ladylike and very willing to join our show and, you know, sit with two old farts like Mike and I and, and discuss tech as as it exists. So I'm going to give Lisa, Elisa a pass and I'm going to make her go first. I'm going to make Mike go first. Okay. Well, and I, uh, you know, I, I, it's something I would like. You know, this is the thing. We're supposed to find something that we would like if we had that money. And what would we spend on? And I had to give it some thought. And I'm, um, I was kind of spurred by the idea that we were looking uh, for something like this along the line for my son because he's got a cheap laptop and he uh, likes to play The Sims and uh, uh, Minecraft on there. And the one that he has is just not up to par. So I've been kind of looking at gaming laptops anyway. I've been wanting a gaming laptop anyway because my uh, experiment with my MacBook, I was going to try and put Windows on there, but the drive I had in there was just giving me grief. And I was trying to format it as an Apple drive, and it just wouldn't. So I took it out, hooked it up to a USB drive, and boom, it formatted like that. I don't know what the heck's going on. But anyway, uh, so that's not going as, as well as I had planned. But someday I think I do want to get a gaming laptop. And so you set the price between 3000 and $3,500. So my pick comes in, yes? I said, yeah, that's right. That's what I said it at. Okay, okay, yeah. So my pick comes in at uh, 3432 uh, but it's a... Uh, Asus um, uh, laptop. It's a 17-inch uh, Core i7, 3.4 gig, 16 gigs of memory, one terabyte hard drive, plus a 256 solid-state drive, DVD drive, uh, writer, and uh, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 770M. Uh, and it's got Windows 8. But uh, of course, if we, if I, <laughs> well, yeah, if I was getting this in air quotes, I'd have to get it updated before the end of the month because that's when I think they start charging for. Uh, Windows, Windows. 10. yeah, July yes. 29th, I think is the end of the free offer. Yeah, so, but I mean, if that, uh, but you know, for gaming, Windows 8, I didn't find 8, 8.1 too offensive. I was able to live with it. I prefer 10 over it, but you know, this would be the thing I would want because I do like gaming and I do want something that's a little bit more portable and something with a little bit more horsepower. My, uh, Big HP 27-inch over here is nice because it's got the big screen, but, you know, it's not the most powerful graphics card. And playing these games on something with better graphics would be kind of nice, so that's kind of my dream thing. That's a very cool pick. The, I, I can't blame you for that. I, I always look at gaming laptops. If you want to look at some really high-end ones, check out, I think it's Puget Systems, and I mentioned them a while back here on the show. They do custom builds of systems they're a boutique pc builder and they build some really high-end systems desktops and laptops if you really want to go well, they do out. laptops too yes okay well because uh you know i just you did gaming laptops here on uh amazon and i had to scroll through about three or four pages and i had it listed Start at the highest end and work down. I had to scroll through about three or four pages before I got something that was down to the $3,500 level. So, uh, yeah, you can spend crazy money on that stuff really quickly. Yeah, no. Well, I'll have to say my pick is along the same lines, except I'm not doing it for gaming. My venerable and much-loved and still-loved iMac is now just over five years old. Uh, yes, Phil Schiller. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm using a five-year-old PC. Um, crap, it pissed me off when I heard that. Uh, anyway, 
I, I decided, you know, Kevin would like a new iMac, so let's configure one the way Kevin wants it. So I picked the new 5K 27-inch iMac, and 4 gigahertz. I only put 8 gigs of RAM in it because I'd rather buy the RAM someplace else because I'm not paying the extra price for it. But I did splurge on the 1 terabyte SSD and the 4 gig video card. And it comes in at just a shy under, you know, excluding taxes, $3,499. Wow. So, uh, but it's going to be a good a, machine. Was that a terabyte SSD, you said? Yeah, a terabyte SSD. SD, okay, yeah. I wanted to make, I heard terabyte, I couldn't remember you said SSD or spinning drive, but no, I would go with the SSD. Yeah, so it's just, I would love that. And, and to be honest, my pick was going to be another monitor I had been looking at. Because I've been considering changing my setup here, going down to two monitors. And the monitor I was looking at, yeah, well, I'm going to get a 34 or 42-inch curved ultra-wide display. <laughs> so, so I'll yeah, be wrapped we saw, in screens. Well, yeah, because we saw uh, some of those when we were down in Best Buy and we were looking at them. And didn't look at them real close, but they do look fairly impressive. Well, the one I wanted was up there in price, I thought, but it has dropped way down in price. I think it's... I can't even remember the model number, so I'm not going to try to quote it. It's it's down around fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars now for the one I want. There's another one out there that actually will work like four separate displays that I've been considering too, but it's still not. It didn't meet the price criteria. It has dropped down in price, so sadly, it doesn't meet the criteria for this week, folks. So, for shame on me. But um, that's what I've been considering. But I thought, you know, if I'm going to spend that kind of money. It would be nice to have a new Mac, so what the hell. I'll just go ahead and splurge out. The, like I said, the only thing I didn't bump up on it was the built-in, or the the RAM, just because, as I say, Apple just charges way more than you have to pay for it. I can just go to OWC, get the memory, and you know, stick it in myself. So, But don't you have to pop the screen off to do that? No, uh-uh. On the, even on the, on like on my iMac, oh. you tilt it forward, you just drop the little plate out of the bottom. On the new ones, there's a little door that pops open, and you slide it in on the 27-inch ones. Okay. It's the 21s that are the 21 and a half inch that you can't get to it. Okay. Well, what was it yet, or is it to do the hard drive that you had to pop the screen off? Oh yeah. If I wanted to change out the oh. hard drive, I'd have to pop the screen off this one even. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. No, I'm. I'm not doing that. I'm too big a chicken to do that because I know I'd drop the damn thing and then. I would just walk out back, walk into the woods, and let nature take its course. I just <laughs> it would just be all over with it. So, so Elisa, were you able to come up with something, young lady? Well, I'm breaking all the rules because it's not one thing. Well, we'll let you go. You're special. Because since I had an hour notice, that's right. She, yeah, folks, she well, did. She, she had. She had technically. She had about seventy five minutes. So, yeah. give her a break. Well, it- and she's got the bigger package, so she can do what That's she true. wants. So. She, that wields, is, she, that wields the bigger, true. she wields the yes. bigger package. So I have the bigger it. package. Oh, there we go again with the uh, fireworks. Elisa <laughs> is under attack, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. As you know, I'm a baseball fan, specifically Red Sox. But I would like to do a baseball tour. And I've said that to my husband. I wouldn't mind going from Fenway to Yankee Stadium to Citizens Park down to um, – Camden Yards, and just go to all these different baseball parks. That's got to cost 3000 bucks by the time you head in oh, the hotel and everything else. But the way I can get things started, well, first of all, I can get it started is next Sunday, I'm going to be sitting on the Green Monster. Oh, My husband and I are tickets. going to Fenway. 
and I got tickets for the Green Monster. I'm like beside myself. That is like for me as a Red Sox fan, that is like the ultimate. Even I know what that is. Yeah, I mean, even my husband, yeah. who's a Yankee fan, is excited. I'm not and even he keeps, a baseball fan. <laughs> and he keeps saying to me, "Where are we sitting again? Where are we sitting again?" <laughs> so he's excited. But one of the things that you can do at Fenway is, and I'm sure other teams have this too, is they have red what they call Red Sox destinations. And you buy a package, they have it on certain games. And the one that I'm looking at would be July 22nd through 24th. And what the it's against the Twins. And what it includes is you get two <laughs> tickets to two Red Sox games. First class hotel, VIP tour of the ballpark. Um, and you also includes a, an inside the Green Monster scoreboard. You get a pregame reception with a current Red Sox player, including autographs, photos, Q&A session. Food and beverage is included. You get a gift bag, which includes a Red Sox t-shirt and hat, uh, MLB game ball, ball holder, and a copy of Red Sox magazine. You can upgrade to get a jersey. You can watch on-field batting practice. Uh you get they take pictures which you can download to your computer and depending on which hotel you're staying at and it's assuming a double room it's anywhere from 939 to 1086 dollars per person well, that's not bad i'm yeah. sure of course I, I i'll break your heart and tell you that i turned down free tickets to the nationals games about two or three weeks ago now i can't remember i had free tickets all expenses paid uh, to go see the ball game, and I said, nah. <laughs> yeah, I just, it was a really hot day, too, so I wouldn't, it wouldn't have ended well. I'd been drunk or throwing up on people. So. <laughs> it's, had... kind of, it's kind of cool. See, one of the problems I have with baseball, and my husband agrees but disagrees, is how every park is different. A home run in one park would be a wall ball in another park. And I don't like that non-consistency. I mean, a football field is a football field. They're the same no matter where you go. A basketball course is the same. A hockey arena is the same. Why is a baseball field, you know, 400 feet to hit a home run in Park A, but 375 in Park B? And he goes, well, it's part of the ambiance. Like, yeah, but like I said before, football is the same. Baseball, basketball is the same. Hockey is the same. But I've been to a number of different parks, and I, I, there's there's a whole bunch I haven't been to. So, I mean, when we went to Wrigley a few years ago, it was cool looking at the vine growing in the outfield and looking at people that were sitting on the building across the street watching the game. Yeah, no, it's true. You know, I, I have to say something. Back when I used to play ball, and I played a lot of softball when I was a, a late teenager into my uh, early 20s, one of the uh, our home field for the team I played for down the left field line was 415 or 405. I can't remember which it was. And I was never more disappointed at any time during my softball playing day as to when I stroked the ball out that far and about 10, about 10 maybe 20 feet before it got that far, it drifted foul. It was like, oh, I have never hit a ball that far since. Never probably will again, but I was like, Oh my God, I just got every piece of that and put everything I had into it. And that ball just sailed. And the other, t- the opposing team was going, holy crap. Because we had two people on base and I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> Foul ball. And you're going, no, no. You could be like Carlton Fisk was, like pushing the ball fair. In game six of the 1975 World Series, he was like wishing it fair. That's what I do when I bowl. 
stay in the damn lane. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the gutter. Come on. You know. What funny? That's what my wife does when we're driving. But <laughs> stay in the lane. Get out of the gutter. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Quit bouncing off the curb, Mike. <laughs> There's a car. Oh. Yeah. Where the hell with the car? I'm in a bigger vehicle. <laughs> Wanted to go. mention. Um, I found something as I was doing a little research tonight that I'd never seen before, and I thought Mark Mark might find this interesting. And it's a website. I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. Vinyl vinylify v i n y l i f y dot com, and it says your music, your vinyl, create your own record. And what you do. I could record you can, one and send it to Mark. You, you, it says it makes a personalized vinyl record on demand. You decide what music you want on your record and create your own cover art. We cut, label, package, and deliver your vinyl to your door so you can start spinning. So you upload your files. You create a cover using one of their templates. Pay the fee. And then they send it to you. This is a company out of Holland. It is expensive. The price was 50 euros. And I like $78 or something like that? Well, the shipping itself to the United States was 16 euros, which came out to be $17.82. Yeah. And let's see. So 50 euros is $55.69. So it's about about $80 for this. It's not cheap. And it only has 20 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes of music on each side. So it's definitely a, a niche product and... I think it's got to be something like something special. Like maybe uh, you want to make something for your wife or your husband that has like the music that means something to you. I could do the music for Full Metal Jacket. That's the first video movie, first date we've been on. (laughs) I just thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Very, very expensive, obviously. But I thought it was kind of cool. I know what, I could sing Christmas carols for Mark, have them press to vinyl and send it to him. So he could play that along with the rest of his one Christmas album he has. <laughs> or give him the option, he might pay you $90 not to do it. <laughs> that's possible, he might. <laughs> oh, me, that's true. Yeah, I, yeah, that would be really cool, though, me singing to Mark. We could actually play that, because I'm willing to sing any point in time. You know, it's I can't carry a note in a tin pail with a lid on top, but hell, I'll sing. It doesn't bother me. Sure. And you can put it on vinyl for him to play over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'll even, before I send it to him, I'll rip it to MP3 so he has it that way, too. So it's Mm -hmm. always with him. And then just send a length of rope along for Gretel to tie him into his chair so he has to listen to it. Oh, I could get her to do that. That would be easy. She'd be happy to do that for me. (laughs) I'll even send her, I'll I'll send her some good paracord, the stuff that's really hard to get undone. (laughs) And maybe a roll ahead. Yeah, and a roll of duct tape so he can't scream over top of it. Yeah, remember, silence is gold and duct tape is silver. That's right. <laughs> I went to that, was that one thing I saw said in my golden years, the only thing that's golden is my urine, so whatever. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah. Well, folks, we've delved down the uh, path long enough. I think we're, we'll let you get back to your normal lives if you've made it this far. So we'll start with our, our wonderful uh, honorary geekette. Miss Elisa, to tell us where you can find out more about her and her goings-on. You can find me at 3geekyladies.com, the podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes, and all the confer- uh, contact information will be found on that page. Very good. And go listen to it. I'm, 
I got them out of order somehow. I'm trying to remember the episode I just listened to. It's the one, or I'm in the process of listening to, is the one with Tim, uh, the guy that owns uh, the Stoplight Network. Tim, mm-hmm. the Tim show. I'd already skipped forward. I got to your WWDC show, and I'd listened to the iPad Pro show. Somehow I got things out of order in mm-hmm. my podcasting. So now I'm falling back and coming forward and catching up. So Yeah, we just way, released one last week. Yeah, the WWDC show, folks, was very good. It was very interesting to listen to. Thank you. Uh, I like uh, I like Vicky's. I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the one thing I have to say is we, just because everyone else in the podcast world says, this feature, oh, my God, this is awesome. If we don't like it, we say, no, not for us. Yeah. We don't, we don't have a problem saying we don't. Well, I'm trying to think like we don't just because everyone else loves it, we don't jump on the bag wagon and say, yeah. yeah, we love it too. It's if if we do, we will say so. But if we don't, we'll say that too. Yeah, no, you guys are uh, brutally honest, maybe is the best way to say it, but that's the reason I listen to the show. And oh, I enjoy thanks. it. So folks, please go listen to Three Geeky Ladies if you're not already listening to it. It's a great show. Uh Thank with you. three very lovely women that, that bring the geekiness out, so it's quite enjoyable. So Mr. McPeak. Uh, would you like to tell anybody about something else you might be doing or some way you might be found? Well, I'm, I might be found on Sci-Fi Tech Talk, um, my other podcast I do, where we take a some work of science fiction, movie, television show, uh, write down humans on the list there, um, or some story or something like that. We even did a, a video game. Um, we did... Uh, XCOM, and we took the cutscenes from that, which is, was actually a interesting uh, movie for taking the cutscenes out of a video game for the the XCOM one or the original XCOM. Or uh, there were several XCOMs before. That. Anyway, they took the cutscenes out of that, and that was made a better movie than some of the ones that we've watched, Starship Troopers. Um, <laughs> the low point. Yeah, so that's our standard for low low movies. But uh, it was pretty good. But uh, so yeah, you can, uh, and we're gonna. Everyone's kind of on uh, vacation here. Julie's out doing things. And so uh, I think after the 4th of July, we're going to try to get back on schedule here. And hopefully Julie's life will calm down a little bit so we can get a little bit more regular with our podcasting. But uh, the next one we're going to do is I think we're going to revisit um, um, The Life Engineered by J.F. Dubow because he got his book uh, published, yes, on uh, Ink Shares. And so I've got my my three copies because I backed him that way. I took one down to the uh, – high school library i'm taking one down to the public library so we get it out there so people will read more science fiction and be engaged in this stuff but so we're going to revisit that book uh because this is the final one because when we did it the first time i think it was his rough draft and so there was a few things i think that uh may have changed but we want to go back and revisit that one uh but that'll be is it shipping is the printing copy shipped? i haven't gotten mine yet huh you back oh no no you uh you thinking god in the shed oh god in the shed yes sorry sorry Yeah, no, yeah, that one's not shipping yet because I think I just saw a tweet from him that said it just he just sent it off to the the final manuscript off to the printer, uh, the finished copy. So I think he's thinking August. Yeah, he said it'd be might, late, early fall before it hit. That's why I was going. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, no, no, not yet. No, this is his his other book, the uh, science fiction book. This the other one that he's doing is more urban horror, but. Um, but anyway, uh, so, but yeah, if you can check us out at uh, sci-fi-tech-talk.com and anything else you want to know about me, I'm on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Yes, folks, go over and have a listen, and I'll throw in another plug for J.F. Dubow. Uh, if you haven't gotten his book, Life Engineered, which I have it digitally, 
uh, and I haven't gotten a chance to read it, or if you want to be creative and back his uh, God in the Shed, the sci-fi horror book is the way I kind of took it, but uh, please do. Uh, he's a good writer. We had him on the show about three months ago now, I guess it was. Real nice guy, so uh, let's back people like this. Let's help them along. Folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can always find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you just go to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, that'll link you over to there. We want to thank you for listening to the show. If you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com. And it's not Geekiest Shower Ever, Mark. So we'll just put it out there. So it is geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. Thank you to all those that have done that. We really do appreciate it. And folks, we want to wish you a happy and safe Fourth of July. Safe? Safe? I can't talk now. Safe Fourth of July if you're here in the United States. Uh, hopefully you keep all your digits and don't blow off anything that you weren't that you had a good use for. So uh, hope you enjoy your Fourth, folks. If you do nothing else between now and next week. Don't forget to hug a geek. You don't have to slap Mark. Elisa Pacelli, Suze Gilbert, Vicky Stokes, women, savvy, geeks, three geeky ladies, technology from a female perspective.